So where are you from? From like half an hour north of Philadelphia. Okay. So other side of the country. Uh huh. So have you? Do you live there your entire life or? Yeah, lived there my whole life. Moved out here. That's it. Yeah. So what was it like growing up there? It's very like typical suburbs. Uh-huh. Like the houses are missing white picket fences, and besides that, like you know, everyone had like the lawn, like a swing set, dogs kind of thing. It was a lot of fun. I loved it. Now, are you Jewish? Yes. Okay, so what was the Jewish, was there a big Jewish community there? Or what not really. Uh-huh. I mean, not that big of a Jewish community, but there's still a lot of Jewish people there. It was just like a thing. Uh-huh. Nothing like too serious. A lot of, everyone was basically like reformed. Okay. So just a relaxed Jewish kind of thing. Was your family pretty big on it, or? Like, we went high holidays to services, like, all my siblings had a bar mitzvah and stuff, but nothing too huge. Nice. So how did you decide to come out to L.A.? I mean, it was just USC, like, the school, obviously, but, like, the football team, the weather. It was just everything, just, like, being back east. Like, I applied here not actually thinking I'd be able to go here just because, like, other side of the country, like, didn't expect it. When I got in, I was like, I guess I'm going now. It was great. So was it a, was it a transition at all, like, a tough transition to go from where you grew up to here? Like, I didn't know anyone coming here. So when I moved out, like, had to meet everyone for the first time. And, like, the city is a lot more city than where I'm from, but it was still a really cool vibe to get to know. So what was it like having to meet, like, new people or some of the ways that you... Because you were spring yeah. admit, correct? So everybody kind of had their friends. So, so I lived out here in the fall, though. Okay. So I lived in Gateway and took classes at SMC. So I met my roommates on Facebook. And, like, we just... You know, like, hey, do you want to live together? Uh-huh. So we lived together in Gateway. And, like, that was nice because I already had two friends, I guess, from the first day, them two. And then we just met a bunch of other Springermits who, like, lived in Gateway or went to classes with us. So at least, like, I made friends before everything started, which was good. And then it was just meeting people, like, friends of a friend and stuff. USC is very interesting because we're, like, this, like, square of wealth mm-hmm. within, like, a really, really poor... Yeah. Community. Like, what do you think about that whole dynamic? It's just very, like, interesting to see, like, everyone knows, like, oh, don't go, like, more than three blocks away kind of thing. Like, when I was coming out here, all my friends were like, oh, you're in the ghetto. But I think it's not as bad as people make it out to seem. Like, I'll walk at night, like, alone, just because I feel fairly safe, like, DPS everywhere and stuff. But I wouldn't want to, like, be alone, like, ten blocks away. Yeah. But it's just... It's interesting to see, like, how the like, dichotomy of it is. Why do you think it, it gets such a bad rep? Like, you, people from, like, where you grew up on the yeah. opposite side of the coast are like, oh, man, like, L.A., like, that's a rough area. Like, why do you think it's... I don't know. I think it's just, like, the glamorization of it, or, like, notorious, I guess, of it in, like, movies and stuff, like, straight out of Compton. Now, like, people seeing that, they'll be like, oh, like, you're basically, like, Compton, L.A. kind of thing. Uh-huh. Do you think there are any ways to change people's minds in that regard or sort of like convince them that hey like it isn't as bad as people see that it is you know i mean i feel like if they come out here they'll obviously see it i feel like but just like telling people like hey it's actually not bad at all like i'm just explaining the situation i feel like that could work so joining sammy mm-hmm. like pre- pretty jewish house yeah. What do you think about that? Or is, is that something you were looking for in a fraternity? Or I mean, it wasn't something I was looking for. It wasn't something I was against. It's just like a something. 
<clears throat> but our pledge class isn't that Jewish at all, actually, which is a little strange. But I mean, it was just like I joined it for the house, not for like the Jewish aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And Jewish aspect just came along with it. In the business school, mm-hmm. everything is very much centered around how can I make the most money, you know? Yeah. Um, we don't talk a lot in about our classes, you know, sort of like for the common good of people, of, you know, trying to improve the common yeah. good of people. So you look in the news, like Volkswagen, for example, just oh, yeah. went down for like millions of dollars, probably almost damn near billions, actually. Oh, yeah, it was, I forget the actual number. It but... was a tons, yeah, just because they were like evading those emissions emission tests, tests or whatever. What do you think about that? Knowing that, like, me and you and people like us from other schools are going to be the managers someday, and they don't even teach us now a lot of times. Like, we, we don't even have a class on, like, ethics or anything. Yeah. Like that. What do you think about that? I think it's, like, you just have to keep in mind, like, check everything you're doing. Like, is this morally right? Like, yeah, you're going to be making more money if you cheat, but it's not going to be worth it if you're having to pay, like, these billion-dollar fines because you're going to lose more than you ever gained. So I feel like you just have to be smart about it and, don't be greedy, basically. What, do you think that... So I like what you just said, and I think it, it's good. Do you think other kids in the business school have that same thought process as you do? I'm not sure. I feel like maybe people like will say this now, but in the action, like when they're actually like deciding whether they should pass these cars that don't have the mission test to save money, I feel like they might just go for it if like, they caught up in the action they'll just do it not really fully take a step back and think about what's happening um so changing gears a little bit when someone says the word race what's the first thing that comes to mind for you well for me i guess it would be a track race but like race i guess relations Uh and just like how people interact with each other so go into that a little bit more like how people what do you mean by like how people interact how people like classify each other as like what race you are, ethnicity, and all that stuff. And then, I don't know, judging be- people based off that, but just, like, interpreting their actions based off, like, where they, fo- which category they fall into. Do you think, do you like that idea of how, as soon as you see somebody without even knowing them, like, you can categorize them? Because it's just a human yeah. nature to do that, yeah. you know? Um, but do you think that's a positive thing or a negative thing? I mean, I think it's a negative thing just because, once you categorize them, you you have this, like, before thought, like, oh, they're going to act like this, like, this stereotype about them. I think that just perpetuates racism. Like, even if you don't actually, like, perform any actions, you're still having these thoughts about it. Do you think there is a way to either change those thoughts or sort of adjust them? Those subconscious thoughts, are there any ways to navigate those? I don't think so, just because... They have, like, people don't try and do this. I feel like they just happen naturally. Mm-hmm. Maybe over time, they'll eventually just, like, phase out, but I don't really think so. Yeah. Do you think it, those thoughts are very much formed, like, while you're growing up and, like, by your parents and sort of, like, the community you grew up in? Yeah. I feel like, like, almost a nurture kind of thing. Like, like what you see on TV, what, like, where you grow up, who you go to school with, it all depends on that stuff. Mm-hmm. So how do you think then we could expose more people early on to different races so a lot of those negative like assumptions aren't formed so early on? Do you think there are any ways to do that? 
Um, I guess as you're growing up, like, using media more, like, I know, like, media is becoming a lot more, like, racially, like, diverse now, but I feel like since when you're a little kid, like, you're really impressionable, and because it's difficult to physically, if you don't live in, like, a very like, diversified population, you won't meet a lot of other different races, but you'll still see it on, like, TVs and movie shows, or TV shows and movies, mm-hmm. so I guess just by, like, having that be more diversified and race-friendly, it would make it on the kids to be that, too. Is there a certain form of media that you think is most powerful over other ones? You could even throw in social media, too, if you'd like. I would say probably film and TV, just because that's your seeing interactions, you're, like, hearing it, and you're interpreting and understanding what it means. Or, like, social media, I feel like you could see it, but unless you actually, like, care about it, because sometimes you might just scroll right past it. Where, like, if you're watching a movie, you're going to be invested for the two hours of the whole movie. How about music? What do you think about that? That's interesting, because although it is race, like, based, you don't actually, like, see someone, like, you don't, you, if you just hear a song, you won't know the art, if the artist is, like, black, white, or whatever. So until like, you actually research about the artist and learn about them, you won't know the race, just because, like, you can't see the musician when you're listening to a song. What, no, what, so what type of music do you listen to? Basically, like, the full spectrum. Like, I've been getting more, like, hip-hop rap now, just because my roommate loves rap, and so it's been growing on me. But, like, I'll do electric, or, like, electronic jazz I appreciate. So, I'll do whatever. So, I feel, so especially with hip-hop and rap, I feel like it's pre- just for the most part, you know, most rappers yeah. are, they're black. Yeah. Um, what do you think about what many of these black rappers are saying. I mean, I feel like they're just personifying, like, like being really cool, like, getting girls and getting drunk. So, I mean, although that's, like, a glamorous life, I guess, if you think about, like, and their ideas, but I also feel like they're just doing it just because society, like, expects that of the songs. I feel like they don't... There might be some stuff they want to rap about, but it won't sell, and they have to do what, what will sell records and albums. Why do you think society expects that? It's really, I don't know, either if, like there was a precedent of it and people just find it like they want to be like them, live vicariously through these like influential rappers. So they would rather listen to someone rapping about like going to a party versus someone rapping about like a government debate scandal or something. Yeah. I th- it's the craziest thing because these, these black rappers, you know, for the most part mm-hmm. rap about, like you said, like girls, money, drugs, yeah. you know, kill, killing people, whatever it is. Um, but yet some of their, like, biggest fans and most listeners are, like, white kids from yeah. the suburbs, you know what that I'm saying? Yeah. That would never want any part of that lifestyle. So I think it's just the craziest thing yeah, for like, me why why it's like that, you know? I think it's almost like to get, like, a different self out of it. Like, the white kids from the suburbs, they want to have some enjoyment in their life, like, feel tougher almost. Yeah. Like, if they listen to this, they can pretend, like, be cool. So how about growing up in your community? Mm-hmm. Was hip-hop something that was listened to quite yeah. a bit? I mean, a lot of it was just, like, pop, like, what you'd hear on the radio, a lot mm-hmm. of people listened to. A lot of people did, like, alternative kind of music. And one of my best friends that was huge into rap, like, old-school rap he loved, like, knew everywhere to every song. It was just very interesting to, like, hear him talk about, like, some of the people he listened to. So are you more into, like, current rap, or would you say yeah, more? Yeah, I guess more current. Current? What would your friends back home say 
now that you're, or even just your community back home, knowing that you're into current rap now? I don't think they really care that much, because, like, back home, there was a whole spectrum of what people listen to, so it wouldn't be, like, that out of place for me. It's like, it would be nothing too big of a shock to them. You know, what about your mom and dad? I mean... Like, if you play, yeah. if you played, uh... Like Fetty Waff or something like that in the car with your mom and dad. I'd probably there. say, like, turn this trash off. Uh-huh. But, like, they, not that they don't appreciate it, they're more just like, they don't think it's good. Like, my dad's a big classic rock fan. Like, so I grew up, like, I liked classic rock growing up. Went to a Who concert as my first concert. But, like, he'll listen to, like, if it's on, like, pop radio, he'll, he's fine with. Not a huge fan of rap. Mm-hmm. Just because, not his genre of music. Do you think at all being in L.A. sort of influenced you, like, this culture out here? I think it's a lot more, like, hip-hop oriented out here. And just, like, the people who I've met, a lot more of them like hip-hop rap than back home. Now, what was the, um, like, demographic makeup of your community growing up? It was mostly a white neighborhood, like, some Asian, uh, I think one or two Indian families in, like, my neighborhood. I think that was basically a couple of Russian families. That's basically it. Do you think grow- or coming here to L.A., on campus, you know, probably very similar to that makeup mm-hmm. your community is, yeah. is the same as USC. Um, but again, like, you walk through box off campus and you see people of color everywhere. Yeah. Did you have any, like, maybe assumptions about, like, people of color or anything like that before that got changed when you got here? Or was it just something totally new to you that you're like, oh, like, this is this is just different? It wasn't. It was just different just because, like, the, like, people warning me, like, oh, be safe kind of thing. Whereas, like, it doesn't matter, like, what people there are, it's just, like, don't go a few blocks this way. Like, it doesn't matter who's there, it's just not that safe. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't that big of a shock, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Did it take you a while, you think, to, like, get comfortable? Because, like you said, like, yeah. you could walk on the street in the middle of the night. And yeah, like, it was it. just, how did that actually learn, like, what, like, just how to be smart, what to do, where to go, where not to go. And, like, now it's, I know, like, I can travel along Fig, like, within the campus area, and I'll be safe. A question i like to finish it off right. with. With this whole conversation that we just had. Can you finish the sentence? I'll never forget the time when. Hmm. I guess I'll never forget the time when I dropped all belief of race. That's too broad, but because my roommates, he's black, and like he's my best friend now, like from Nigeria and Atlanta. So he just like opened my eyes to like how little of, an, little of a thing race should be. Like, you know, we'll just, like, talk about it sometimes, just how we both find it really stupid what race, like, determines people. So was this this year that you was were roommates with? Last you? year in the fall, we lived together. We split up spring semester because we moved on campus, and now we're back again living together. That's awesome. Yeah, like, he's That's my best friend. We hang out, like, all the time. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Were there any struggles early on with that friendship regarding race? Or was it was just smooth the whole time? At first, it was just hard to understand him a little bit, just because accent-wise. But, like, he doesn't really have an accent. It was just, he would, like, talk a little quicker and, like, mumble a little bit more. 
but I don't know if that's from Atlanta or Nigeria or it was just because I'm from Philly. But besides that, no, it's all been great.